Hi everyone, it's Mari from the Interim Solutions Practice at Benari Partners. Today, I'm really pleased to be joined by Robert Latisek uh, to the Benari podcast. Robert is a respected member of our independent consulting network. Um, he is a former McKinsey consultant and has worked with uh, many esteemed private equity and corporate clients in sectors like pharmaceuticals, biotech, financial services, and more. What I thought could be really interesting is to talk to Robert about a topic that comes up a lot in our discussions with clients, how to scope a consulting or interim need. It's sometimes challenging to know exactly what to look out for as a client and when to go to market. So I'm sure you can help us shed some light, uh, Robert, on this from your experience uh, with, with your projects. Hi, Mari. Great to be here. Um, well, yes, as you have said, um, I've been McKinsey Independent Consultant for approximately 10 years. I mostly support clients with um, transformation and value creation queries. And, um, and yeah, I've been working across uh, different sectors, but I think my, uh, my experience lies mostly within pharma and private equity. So just starting off, I think what would be useful is to break down what good looks like from your, from your experience. Um, what would you say are the, the characteristics of a well-scoped project? So the way I think about it is if you want to scope project well, you need to understand your objectives very clearly, right? Um, they need to be clearly measurable and you need to understand what the success criteria are. Once you're clear on here, on this one, then you need to define the scope and decide what goes into the scope and what's out of the scope. This will help you then um, with the discussion on, on the final product. So what will be the deliverable and in what format client is expecting the, the deliverable to be, um, to be presented. And then there are like a couple of obvious things like timelines. Um, so duration of the project, what milestones you shall have on the way and deadlines. Um, you need to have a proper resourcing. So the budget, staff and equipment all need to be there because if the project is you know, short staffed, it's, um, it's a recipe uh, for disaster. And then um, how to manage and mitigate risks and how to communicate with key stakeholders, which is effectively a governance framework. So I think if you have those seven points, it's a it's a very good start for building um, for building well-scoped project. And based on that, what would you say are the most important considerations clients should make when scoping a project? Yeah, so I think they need to consider a couple of things, right? So again, they need to clearly define what impact they want to get and what business goals they have in they have in mind. Uh, they need to be very open and very honest about capability gap, right? So they need to quantify what they can do internally and where will the external expertise um, help and of whether they can bridge the capability gap through hiring external consultants. And also, um, there needs to be an honest discussion about the budget because it's very easy to say, well, we have budget, start the project, and then uh, the money will start you know, running out. 
And of course, you know, like if you if you are under the budget, there are different solutions and different discussions to uh, to be you know to um, to have. So, for instance, you can mix internal with external resource, or you can work with a leaner team. And of course, then we're going back to the drawing tip when deciding on the scope because lean team may mean either shorter engagement, um, less depth, but it also may mean a laser focus, right? So if you understand your capability gaps and where you, you know, fall short the most, then you can uh, adjust your, your, your budget priority accordingly. And of course, you know, urgency is a big one. Um, and not only uh, we need to do it now because we will miss our, I don't know, like quarterly earnings, but I think very important question is, if the project will not take place now, what will really happen? What will happen to the company? What will happen to you know, uh, us within a larger scope of in competitive environment? So I think this is pretty, uh, pre pretty interesting point as well. Uh, absolutely. No, I completely agree. I think particularly when it comes to external factors and the consequences of not executing correctly and it, that impact on market positioning. Another interesting point that we don't hear enough from our clients is the longevity of a project. So that by that, I mean the lasting impact uh, on the company, the ripple effects of it being successful or not. Could you let me know your thoughts on that? I think um, what you have mentioned is um, is actually very important and overlooked um, on a number of occasions. And it's it's key to remember that you know external consultants are for finite for a very well defined period of time uh, with the clients, but it's on them to implement the processes that would um, that would govern the project and measure the performance over time. I think also um, while the consultants are on a project, they need to get the buy-in from the client, which effectively means uh, the organization needs to understand. You know what the project meant to do uh, is it beneficial for them because effectively if the if people within an organization don't believe that project is there to help they will fight it or they will just simply ignore it and the project you know or the process will be dead in no time and then to understand of whether things are going well you need to have a kpi system so you need to measure the performance and if the performance is as expected or is better than expected, you effectively need to incentivize people who are the guardians of the process. Because effectively, if, if you know, if organization or people don't see the like personal benefits, then will just become another thing on their to-do list. But if they're incentivized properly, then of course they will make sure that you know that the things are happening in a in the right direction. And this leads me to the to the last point. Um, you need to have people responsible. For uh, you know, like for certain actions, initiatives, and processes. So accountability is a is, is a pretty large one because if the you know, like if everybody's responsible for everything, then nobody's responsible for nothing. Absolutely, I think accountability is super important. And and like you said, you need to highlight the benefits of you taking uh, the team on that journey with you. Also, from your experience with with your clients, what would you say are the most common pitfalls or challenges uh, clients have when scoping a project? So I think, yes, I think there are, there are a number of uh, pitfalls and I believe that lack of clarity is a, is a pretty big killer. Miscommunication or misalignment of business goals. Um, 
where the you know where the with the clients uh they know what they want to achieve but they don't know how to get there so actually you know um putting everybody at the same table and aligning on the process uh would be very important this shall happen usually during uh scoping phase so investments in scoping phase can can bring a lot of benefits um, another one i think are unrealistic expectations and this usually happens with with clients that undergoing through uh, difficult times and sometimes they have perception or they believe that bringing consultants on board will solve all the problems and of course this is not the case because consultants can sharpen the vision they can uh, bring outside perspective and they can help collect the internal knowledge and internal perspective but they are not able to run the company so the client needs to absolutely be part of the process they need to buy into the uh, project and objectives and then they need to be keen to run the process long after the consultants are gone and final thing i would say is resistance to change if the communication is not done well if there is no incentive plan people will start asking what's what's in for me within this process or how this will affect my job how this will affect my future so good communication good alignment and effectively allowing time for this to happen is is, is a very important thing to you know um decrease the resistance to change well thank you so much for your time today robert and um, some really interesting thoughts and insights on this um so i appreciate you you joining us today thank you so much um, and have a great day.